God has commissioned his servant, Evangelist Elijah Ben Kusia Japon, in this end time to preach the message of repentance and to redeem God's people from wickedness and oppression from the devil. Get set for the empowerment that would enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Now, Evangelist Elijah Ben. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We thank you for this opportunity. Yes, Lord. To preach your word. Amen. We pray that you grant us grace. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Bless the word. Yes, Lord. And teach us. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. Amen. All right, you can put your hands together for bon Jesus. Bon and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for seeing us into a new man. It is his mercy and his grace Amen. that has seen us through. And we are thankful. March, our month of evangelism and discipleship. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we will be talking about the theme of the month. Now, as I've told you about the theme of the month, you have to, you know, it is something that is not just you are writing things it is something that you must live your life by yes, yes, you are part of salvation it's something that you must see god is speaking to you it's something that you must accept that this is god's focus for my life this man unless you have a disloyal heart and you have an independent spirit now, what's your, so that though you are part of us you choose what you want to believe and accept but if you are one of us the theme of the month is God saying something to you for that month. the theme of the month you shouldn't play with it amen amen are you here yes so the theme of the month is something you shouldn't play at all with. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not hearing hallelujah. Amen. So March is our month for evangelism and it's a month for discipleship. So you must um, take it very personal. Amen. Amen. You must what? Take so, it very, very, very personal. If you don't take it personal and think that it's for somebody else, it's not for somebody else, it's for you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, why must we learn about discipleship? Why must we learn about this? It's two things, discipleship and evangelism. So, I want us to look at discipleship first. Why discipleship? Why must we learn about it? Why is it important? So, 
we have to know one or two things about it. Now, discipleship is not my idea. It is something that the Lord Jesus Christ himself, he started it. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 28, verse 16. Matthew chapter 28, verse 16. Matthew 28, verse 16 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 16 to 20. Mm. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus has appointed for has been given to me mm -hmm. in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. He said, go into all the world. Now, this is Jesus Christ talking. And this was the last time he spoke to his disciples. This was the last time he was speaking to the disciples physically as somebody who has died and resurrected and is about to go, never to come back. The next time we see him will be his second coming. And we've been waiting Almost 2,000 years. He hasn't come back. But this, this is his last instructions. And we all know, say, the last instructions of somebody, say, if you are going somewhere, say, I'm going, I'll be back. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. That is very important. But if somebody is actually living and you know, like dying, and you, never, you know you are not going to see them again, what they say is very important. That, that is the most important thing to them. So that is what they will share with you. You know, if right now you are, you have, you know, you are going to go and say you are you are not going to come back again. And um, they say, what are you going to ask a mother? What will you say to your children? What will you say to your husband? You tell your husband, no, I'm going, look after the children. No. What you think is important to you? Somebody too, he will say, oh, I'm going, marry again. Whatever you think is important to you, that's what you share. So Jesus Christ, he is about to leave the earth. And this was his last words. He said, go. And he was telling the disciples. And the, in the Greek, how it was written, it wasn't just for the disciples that, that were gathered there. He was talking to every other disciple that was going to come. So he said, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. All what? The nations. Then when you do that, you baptize them. So, look at the word there. Make what? Disciples. This is why we get the word discipleship from the from what? We get discipleship from the word disciple. So, Jesus was talking about discipleship. He said, go and make disciples. So, as a church, if we want to say we are doing what Jesus has commanded us to do, it must be within this. Go and make what? Disciples. 
baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. So, but the first thing he mentions is make what? Disciples. So, if we are going to be an obedient church, you must be a church that is making disciples. It, you know, it, it is Jesus' last will and testament. So, it's not about church. I'm not talking about church membership. I'm talking about making of disciples. So, Jesus wants disciples, not just church members. Amen? Amen. Jesus wants what? Disciples, not just church members. And when you look in um, Matthew chapter 14, verse 19, he made another statement there. Matthew 4, verse 19. He made another statement there. Matthew 4, verse 19. And he said unto them, Follow me, and uh -huh. I will make you fishers of men. So, here again, he's saying, I will what? Follow me. Follow me, is, follow me means come and be my disciple. Come and be my disciple. And then, in becoming my disciple, I'm going to make you fishers of men. Just like what he said to them when he said, I'm going, you know, go and make disciples and baptize and all nations. So, a church, the church that Jesus wants to build, what, when he comes back, he wants to see not church members, but disciples. He wants to see what? Disciples, not what? Church has been part of a church. Being part of being a church member is good, but yes. that is not what Jesus really wants. So in the church, when, when you are part of a church, our aim is to make you a disciple. And discipleship, who is a disciple? Who knows who a disciple is? When we say somebody is a disciple, what is that person doing? Yes, anybody. Who is a disciple? Praising. She's a disciple. It's someone who follows or imitates somebody. Amen. So, a disciple is somebody that is following. Like Jesus said, come and what? Follow me. So, a disciple is somebody that have made the decision that I'm going to follow another person. A disciple is somebody that is following somebody. If you want to understand it, maybe you, maybe someone like a student. But it's deeper than being a, just a student. A disciple. So Jesus said, let us go and make people who are going to follow Jesus Christ. People who are going to what? Follow Jesus Christ. So discipleship is a process. And it is a lifelong process because you can until you die or Jesus comes. Discipleship doesn't stop. Please understand that when you become a Christian, see the born again experience is not you being a disciple. When you get saved, that is the door. 
into your salvation. But after salvation, discipleship must follow. Yeah. So you know our team is evangelism and discipleship. It is disciples that go and do evangelism. But we are let's stick to them discipleship because I'm going to come to the evangelism. Listen. You you get born again. When you get born again, that is you committing to Jesus Christ. Eh? You are committing to Jesus Christ. You have given your life to Jesus Christ. We say you are born again. But it's not enough. And the deception that is in the church now is that, okay, when you get born again, that is it. It's not enough. Jesus himself said, you should become a disciple. Some people in the church, they are born again, but they are not disciples. They are not disciples. Jesus said, go and make what? Disciples. He's looking for, when he comes, he's going to look for disciples. So, if he says, sorry, Sunday, prayer is enough. On Sundays. Hey, yeah. I, I want to tell you, you are making a big mistake. You are displeasing Jesus Christ. If you are in a church where they don't want, they are not teaching you to become a disciple, then it's not your fault. But if you are in a church like Salvation Clinic, we want to follow, in fact, it is our mission statement. It's our mission statement. We want to make disciples of, 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 of you. So whilst we are waiting for Jesus, we want you to turn into a disciple. So at your conversion, when you get born again, it's a great experience. But after that, the, 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 no, you must now become a disciple. And becoming a disciple, I'm going to something you stay at home and you say it's like it's like obitifie na wakasa metnefie but I'm going to write exams I will stay at home is it going to be possible and I'll be brilliant and write exams you need to you need to be taught is that not true you need to be what taught. when Jesus was saying Go and make disciples of all nations. And you say, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son. That, that's meaning that now they've come to understand the things of how they got born again and all those things. They understand, you know, it's a relationship. So, they need, you need to be taught. This is why we have um, the fivefold ministry. We have what? The, the fivefold ministry. The fivefold ministry, he says, and he himself gave some to be so, apostles. Or maybe a he gave some to be pastors. Or maybe a he gave some to be evangelists, prophets, and teachers. It's a fivefold. Jesus, Jesus, that is, as far as he's concerned, there are only fivefold ministries. Jesus doesn't, is not interested in whether the church is called International Calvary. Yeah, Francois, international Calvary you know, Holy Ghost Baptism Holy Ghost Church Baptism or whatever. Or, yeah. All he knows is that yeah, he said. has given some to be in this fivefold ministry to be sources where the people, when people get born again, they must now become disciples through this. So read the Bible carefully. He says, and he gave some to be what? Apostles. Apostles. And some to be what? Prophets. Prophets. And some to be what? Evangelists. Evangelists. And some to be what? Pastors. Pastors. And some to be what? Teachers. Teachers. 
Why? Verse 12. For what? The, the perfecting, perfecting of the saints. So please, understand that. When you become born again, you have not, when we say perfect, it's not like you don't make mistakes. The word perfect means matures. Like you've grown. Christianity. Christosum Christianity is like giving birth to a child. Give birth to a child. If no one takes care of the child, what will happen? Then you die. You give birth to the child. And after birth, you leave the child. You You die. Even naturally, you know, you are nurse and umbilical cord, umbilical umbilical cord. So they have to breastfeed the child. Or you're so vulnerable to me, man. Yeah, you cry me a name, yeah. Maybe his eyes haven't given it open. The only thing about man, no man, no for. The only thing he can drink is breast milk. And open a bit to me, And this same child, give this to you. Kakran, 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 kakran. Little by little, you'll be growing, you'll be growing. But, but someone is catering for the person, the child. Goes to toilet, someone will clean. Someone will feed him when he's angry. Someone will take him to the hospital and take care of him. That is the same thing now. Be a Christian. The day I will give you life to Jesus, you are you are a newborn baby. You are a baby. So Jesus says, we need to now transform you from that baby to become. A disciple. We need to. physical age, physical age. are not talking about your physical age. We are talking about your spiritual age. And this is why sometimes Satan confuses people with wrong teachings and doctrines. That you don't need anybody. You don't even need to go to church. Because maybe they see some. False prophet or false pastor doing something. Somebody sees and says, I'll go to church again. You have been deceived. In fact, Satan's purpose has been achieved. Because he wants many people to believe that. Because what we are talking about is a spiritual thing. If it was physical, I think many people would understand. But you need to let your mind think in a certain way to understand what we are trying to let you know. But when you are born again, you are a baby. And like a baby, if your mother neglects you, you will die. It doesn't matter how good a baby you are, you will die. You need your mother's breast milk. You need your mother's protection. You need your mother to change you. You need, your, you know, you need to be catered for. So anything that is teaching you or telling you, don't you don't need church. Forget even you forget about the term church. What Jesus has given to us is in the verse eleven. Jesus has made some. We are all Christians. He has trained some. He has given some grace to be apostles, to be prophets, to be evangelists, to be pastors, to be teachers. So ideally, all these graces must be in the church. But you see, because of human selfishness and human nature. You can have a prophet in a church. But 
Churches are to be handled by people who have been made pastors. You, you know, so there, there's, a, there's our apostles, apostles, apostles. So, you know, ideally, apostles go, they start churches. Then they train people to become elders, like pastors. Then, like that is what that was what Paul did. Paul, yeah. Then he, no, he, he strengthened. He went back to strengthen them. And then he leads the church to them. Then he goes to do his church. But he will come back. So he come back back within the same church, there might be prophets in the church. There will be prophets in the church. And the prophets will have to stay in the church and minister in the church. Do you know that all these big, big pastors that we, we, we admire so much, most of them, all of them, we, they have prophets that are in the church. Yeah, yeah. If you take someone like Bishop Dad, there's, one, there's one guy in the church. He's, a, he's called Prophet Fabian or something. Friend prophet Very powerful prophet of God. But he's a son. So your he hasn't left. He hasn't left lighthouse to go and start his own. Yeah, lighthouse. In quote, share. Sorry for phobia. He's in lighthouse. Or lighthouse. And he's under some authority. And Bishop has, you know, he's given him the authority to start a church, a, a branch, and he has a very powerful mega church in Kumasi. Oh, But when he, when you look at the whole structure of the church. He is, he, he is a prophet. That's and he enough. ministers, you know, as a prophet. Well, you he has ordained as a prophet. But we are so in he hasn't started a new church. One time I heard him even preaching, saying that okay. even what he's doing in Kumasi, yeah, he has Kumasi. a big church. Said, if Bishop says, stop so, so come me. to Accra or go anywhere, he has to stop. Yeah. So he's a prophet. So he's in the church. So, so see, the sorry. church Asafono. must be one that has, must have these graces. It is for it is for it is for the growth of the church. You see, so apostles are there. They must start. Apostles prophets. Most of them start. But ideally, you know, we should have the fivefold ministry in in the same ministry. Can't say. Okay, you are a teacher. Thank God that you are a teacher. If God has called you to pioneer anything within your teaching scope, you must then then allow other or pray that God will raise other people so that the fivefold ministry will, 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 will be blessed. God intended that this fivefold ministry in in the church there must be fivefold ministry. But today, of, sometimes sometimes to when somebody is uh, is like a uh, you know is under a, a teacher or, or a pastor and you God has God has ordained that that person should be a prophet. So they start seeing visions and other things. Sometimes you know they, they they will not allow that grace to what to grow. And so what would the person do? The person will. Will, will make the mistake of okay, I will leave and go and start. My own so, but he was supposed to stay in the church okay, so and be allowed to function and be allowed to. Uh, no, you should understand that it's not everybody that God calls to start something. It's not everybody. So, it is because of lack of understanding. It's pride. 
you 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 know you you be under somebody God can even make you a prophet or whatever evangelist whatever under a teacher a pastor suddenly you shouldn't feel that you are more greater than that maybe you you are seeing visions or whatever but we don't understand these things so we tend to break away it must all be in the same church. Yeah, it must all be in the same church. And in salvation, that is, that is the model we are following. The five-fold ministry. And sometimes, you see, God can make one person have all these five yeah. What can make one person? And mainly, if God will give, like, apostles, most often, apostles can have all the other four. Yeah. A pastor might not have the other Callings. It's an office. You don't just call yourself that. But most often, apostles, because of the nature of the work, pioneer, they are going to start something. So most of them, you see that God would, God, they are not just apostles. God would have called them into the office of a prophet. God would have called them into the office of an evangelist. God would have called them into an office of a pastor. And God would have called them in the office of a teacher. One person. But he, you know, he's an apostle. So you are so under him, then all the other graces will start emerging. Yes. That's, that's, how, that's how it is. But today, you see, somebody feels that he's a, he's a teacher and then you break away and church. All these things. Jesus is not looking at the church. He's looking at what? The graces. Fivefold ministry. So that when you are in the church, you benefit from the prophetic, you benefit from evangelism, you benefit from the grace of pastors, you benefit from the grace of teachers, and you benefit from the grace of prophets and apostles. So, as far as Jesus is concerned, when you become born again, you must come into the a church and be under these graces. Today, a pastor calls his church so so and so and so. Church. An evangelist must call his church so so and so. Church. So, whatever it be, instead of it being in one place, today it's scattered, 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 scattered. And that is just the falling, it's, it's just how it is. So, you find yourself becoming born again. Maybe under a teacher or a pastor. You can go to a church eh? and the, the person is a prophet. And the emphasis is professor and professor and professor. Which is good. But ideally, you know, it should be part of a church where and you will be corrected and you will be, you'll be under the authority of an apostle. And will be there. They say he doesn't need to start in, even if he wants to start a church. He, will still, he can start a branch, but he will be under. Yeah. So this is this that this is what we get born again into. The fivefold ministry. So these people are there to to make sure that once you get born again, are you following what I'm saying? So once you get born again, we thank God. But you must be under this fivefold ministry. Then we need to start like a baby. We need to now feed you, correct you, until you become mature. This is what we call discipleship. Now, do you think you need discipleship, discipline or you don't need discipleship? Do you need it? 
Do you as a do you think Christians need discipling? Yeah. Yeah, that's the first thing you must understand that as a Christian, you need discipline. You need discipline. So Jesus said, because Jesus himself said, we should go and do that. And what are we discipling you? We are discipling you to become mature. Says, For the equipping of what? The, the saints. For the equipping of the saints. For the equipping of what? The, the saints. saints. Who is the saints? You. Once you get born again, you have become a saint. That means you are sanctified. You have been bought by the blood of Jesus. You have been saved. But salvation is not enough. After salvation, Jesus wants you to become a disciple. And you become a disciple under a ministry you know, gift. Under one of the fivefold ministries. Which might, we you know, the pastor there might call themselves whatever. So for no, which my friend hold up. They can call them, or they can call the church whatever. But the important thing is that he or she should be a gift that God has given to the so body of Christ. That is why you must make sure that you are in the right church. You are in the right church. You are under the right man of God or woman. Yeah. Because if that is the case, then that person's focus will be to equip you. Now, in the equipping of the saints, it is sad that you want to get a car, get what to do, but look at the main purpose why God wants you to become a disciple. He said for what? Equipping of what? For what? The work of ministry. God is expecting you to come to the place where you are part of the kingdom and you are working for him. Are you seeing that there? You are part of the kingdom and you are what? Working. Is it not in the Bible? Why is it written that? You are going to become equipped so that you can buy big, big cars. It's not there. But Christianity to something. The purpose of God saving your soul is that you have salvation. After salvation, why you must be, you know, um, discipled is so that you will one in turn grow up and, you know, work, do the work of ministry. So then you say, you know, Giving birth to a child and a child after he has grown. But still out also. He's still with a burden on you. He's not doing also. anything to help you. He you will not be happy with such a child. A child will be is useless. He will fear, but in a house, but they don't help you in any way, shape, or form. That is how some they say. The only thing they do is that. Buy this for me, buy this for me. It's almost a Christianity. Okay, I've given birth to you. You are in the house. You don't help me to do anything. 
you don't clean, um, you don't wash, um, even when you see my things, um, dirty, you won't get you to clean it. Um, when, when you come to the kitchen and there are bowls there, you expect me, the old person, to come and wash. You, you, you even eat and you leave your things there. You, you don't do anything. And you're in the house. But when you need something, you come to me. Oh, daddy. Can I get money to go and buy this? Can I get money to go and buy this? Can, I, can you buy this for me? And, you know, sometimes because you, you know, it's your child, so you give to them. But the child is of no use. It's a useless child. And when you have that, What's that, you see that after some time, especially for the white people, eh, when after 16 years, you start behaving, you tell to leave. Go and connect with Barbara. Go and leave. I'm not responsible for you. You are here coming to give me headache. I have, I've taken care of you. Now you are old. What are you doing? When you then are here, come. But if you want to stay in the house, then you become of use. You help in the even who say you make run now here now if you are, you pay. You know you contribute. So I'm giving twenty CDs to twenty the bills. House chores. You see that it will be nice. Oh. Yeah, but many of us we are like that child. Maybe we are just about fashion. They be a person dresses shabby. Always wants to dress nice. Of expensive things. He wants expensive things. Mumbuwa, young ones, mumbuwa, so I na motie wufi. That's how you people, most of you. Mumbuwa, so I na papa. Of no use to your parents. You don't do anything for them. Bibi cry, a person here. Obe kasa sa. Talk a lot before you do anything. You won't do anything for them. Intino, but also I will pay. Big phone, but you always the want the iPhone, big phones, the iPhone, the big things. It's so you are annoying. You are annoying in the house. Then. Yeah. Yes, because you are banting now. Because you are a son or daughter, that's why you are there. So when you are she will be bold enough. She will suck you because away. You because you have no benefit. Of no use. So, you know. Many Christians are like that. Christophobia, it is a. We are in the church. We have we know we haven't see when you train that is what I say. Train up a child in the way you are. Church and before saying you only. Inti. One to two akolani year. That is how they were. That's what saying obey obey no. Tini year. If you train up the child well, the child become hard working, become useful to. Pay the juma. Yeah. Nsuba ban faswama. One to tini year. Because you didn't train up. Even pour water for you. Tell them to do something. Everything. Excuse me. It's like it's like they don't want to help you in any way because you didn't train them. So God knows that if you get born again, you and you are not trained well. You be in the church. You you are part of a church, but you are not a disciple. What will you do? You just be in the church. You do nothing. You'll be like that child. You'll be nothing in the church. You'll be useless to Jesus. Christ. 
So this is why God wants us to list, to go back and look at that thing of discipleship. So he has made the fivefold ministry gifts the places where you have to be taught disciples. So first point, accept that I need training. I need to be taught. I need to be discipled so that I can become useful to Jesus. And discipleship and yet and yet you say, yeah, 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 no, yeah, 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 whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. So this is it. He said, we are preaching to present you. We have to present you. No. We have to present you perfect. That is mature to Christ. We have to present you mature to Christ. So, Christian discipleship if you don't allow yourself, but being born into a church is not the same as being a disciple of Christ. You can be born into a church, but you have never been discipled. And let me, let me, let me shock you. Look at what Paul is saying. If you are going to be discipled, it is going to be through a man. It's not angels that are going to come and disciple you. It is going to be a man. And the man or woman who is, a, who is like in the fivefold ministry that God has appointed them, that they, they have they've started a church or whatever. When God brings you there, you must know that it is going to be through a man. And the man will have it like Namori days. The man will have a church. So your discipleship cannot be outside of a church. You would have to be taught. Paul said, we will preach warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present. We must, I must be able to present you back to Jesus as a mature person. So this is what discipleship is about. This is what discipleship is about. Growing in the things of God. Growing in what? The things of God. Paul says, Paul said something in Hebrews. He said, laying aside, we must leave the first lessons of Christianity. We must put it all aside. You must put it all aside. The and then he says change. that, what must you do? See, Hebrews, I think, let's go. Hebrews 6, 1 downwards. So, listen. If you are here, oh, and you have never been discipled, I'm about talking about to church. We are talking being discipled. It's different. Do you, do, you, do you see there's a difference? You can come to church, but you are not, a, you are not really being discipled. Mm -hmm. If you are being discipled, if you are going to school, don't you know you are going to school? 
If you're a student, you know that you're a student. Because you know who teaches. You know who taught you. Subjects are you know the subjects who they are teaching you. And yet, you know, I'm not talking about just coming to church. We, Jesus wants us you to become a disciple. It's a deeper level of uh, commitment. Now, he says, therefore, leaving the principles and doctrines of Christ, let us go on to what? Perfection. So the Bible is consistent about you always. The word of God tells us we must grow. And you cannot, you know, to say baby, no, like a child. You cannot, about. you cannot be a baby, you no, know, newborn baby, and grow by yourself. It, it's not possible. So you need a teacher. You need somebody to to, to, to help you to grow. This is why you join. This is why God brings you into a church. This is why when you come in, you know, when you join, um, you are not joining a social club. You are, you, you are here for your growth. And put aside all those ideas. It's a dream that they put in your head. God will give you a car. It is, it is a byproduct. But the main thing eh, is for you to become like Christ. We are here to make you more like Christ. He said, he said, to us, but if he has not yet given it to you, you can't, you can't use that as an excuse. Me and your disciple, me me I'm sorry. I'm all those excuses that we give. We are just joking. We are just joking. So, please, I want to establish today the fact that God wants you to become a disciple. God wants you to grow. So, when he said, follow me and I'll make you what? Disciple. I'll make you. So, the following means that is, follow me. Make a decision. Give your life to me. When you come, then I'm going to make. This is where making of the disciples will come I will make you. I will have to transform you. I will have to teach you. I will have to you know, take you on a journey that will turn you into, into something that you are not now. And when you become, then you too can go and make others. That is Jesus' method. If you are in the church, you can see those who are disciples and those who are disciples. You know, one of the terms that modern terms that we try to, you know, you are so so you work out. He's a worker. He's a worker. Who is who is a worker? Worker, worker is somebody that is saying that I want to be not just a church member, but I want to be a disciple. And you start a process. And it must be, you must allow yourself to be taught. You must allow yourself to grow. You must allow yourself. You must be, you know, under some training. And after some time, you must now start also training others. Discipling others. Winning souls and discipling others. So Jesus was telling his disciples, they were fishermen. They didn't know anything. And Jesus said, follow me. Make a decision. Stop whatever. Come and follow me. And I will make you. And Jesus used three years. Three years. 
three years. Vier mesi. What what was it? He was showing, no they were these were people who were committed to him. No me tu muhamano. Learning from what seeing what they see. Musian efidi muhunim. He will have time. He will pray with them. They were watching him. All this was part of the learning. After three years, when he knew they were ready, he said, I've went to the cross, died. And then he sent them. Through those 12 people, today Christianity has spread everywhere in the world. So, you must decide to, to be a disciple, not a church. Amen. Amen. Are you here? Yes. Are you sure you are here? Yes. So let me give you quickly some, some seven signs or stages in you becoming. And these are biblical ones. Let us look at something in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 1. So after born again, I'm not talking about born again. If you are here and you are not born again, if you are watching me and you are not born again, this is not for you. What you need to do is to first give your life to Jesus and commit yourself to Jesus. Then find a Bible-believing church like Salvation Clinic and then allow yourself to be disciple. Because Jesus says, make disciples. I'm not here to make church members. I'm here to make disciples. This, if, if you're a disciple, eh, you I will be assured that say, yes, but but say, Jesus comes no today and he comes for us. You will be among but us. you're a church member, I'm not sure. I don't know what you are doing. You are just part, it's like a social club. Okay, you've joined. You've joined us. But Christianity is not a social thing. It's, it's a personal relationship. relationship. So all we are doing is to get you more know Jesus no. First so, Corinthians 3 verse 1. Uh -huh. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, mm -hmm. but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. So there is a stage in Christ when you get born again, an immature state, and it's called the baby stage, the babyhood stage. Babes in Christ. Babes in Christ. Babes in Christ. We Read First Peter two verse two. First Peter two verse two. As newborn babies, uh -huh. desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. So, when when you are um, when you are a disciple, when you are for first born, when, when you get born again initially, this is what you are. So, if you you must now commit yourself to being a disciple so within the church. And you have to transform. Paul said, me buy yes, because if you're a baby, there are yeah, certain things you won't understand. Yeah, but, but I have it. to take my time. Because the same day. A child who was born on the, the same, same day. day no, I started the, the same day he started the Have you seen some before? See some, it's an abomination. It takes time and send a call and why they so some so discipleship takes time. So you in Emre Emre. You can't just come and say, Okay, I'm going to be a disciple. And and then then within one month, you, you say now you are ready. No, you are not ready. Only it takes time. Emre. It takes time. Emre. You learn certain things, but it will have to take time. So at that stage, what, what you need is to be uh, to be the, you need to be grounded. Some that is what we call the grounding stage. The grounding stage. So at this stage, you know, the discipleship process should make you 
get your you know so it is a grounding stage that's the first stage of your discipleship that you must go through and then you come out of you know the babyhood from baby, what do you become? You become an infant. You become like a child. And there is, there is also, that is also another stage in Christianity. And at that stage, you are called a little children. First John 2, verse 12. First John. First John 2, verse 12. Uh, I write to you, uh-huh. little children, because your sins are forgiven. So, in your going, so in, in your discipleship, so you are from, being taught well, from that babyhood stage, you go to the stage where in the, you, are, you are like a child. Indeed, one of the characteristics of those people in that in your training, at that stage, they are so concerned, you know, sin. They are so concerned about sin and, you know, in the effects of sin, they, they are, and, and there are some people that they, they even get stuck at that stage. And they are always sin conscious. But you need to rise up. Because God didn't call you to have a sin conscious mentality. You need to grow out of it. So Paul, he was saying, John was saying, John say, little children, I write you because your sins, he was assuring them. Those are the people who they can give their life to Christ now. They'll go somewhere else. When they're doing what they'll go again. Because they don't know what they're doing. And they can be in church for 20 years, but still, they say, you know, we all have different spiritual ages. And it all depends on whether you've allowed yourself to be discipled. A church like Salvation Clinic. If you really allow yourself to be discipled, I can promise you, even by two, three years' time, you'll be a pastor. Easily. There's nothing I can do about it. But if you want to, if you if you really allow yourself to be discipled, by two three years you you will be at the pastor level. Where, where no, you, can act, you can now actually also even handle a larger number. Of if you allow yourself, some people are in church. They are not allowing themselves. They are church members, but they are not disciples. They are not disciples. So, that is another stage. So, let's look at this one as well. Let's look at this scripture. Um, the same first John 5, 21. 1 John 5, 21. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Uh-huh. What is another, that's another characteristic of those who are at that stage. So I'm just showing you, if you are are being discipled, these are stages that you go go through the first stage of babyhood. Then you go to the stage of this childhood. Idols, when we talk about idols, at that stage, you are, you are, as a disciple, because you are a disciple, you cannot do what you like. 
you are under training. You can't do well. So God will remove certain things from your life. And what will he be removing? Your love for certain things. You used to, you used to love, uh, you used to love what? Um, certain music. Maybe you like reggae music. You used to like going to certain places. You used to like having certain friendships. You have certain things that have become more important to you. Know, you have certain things that are more important to you than God. That is an idol. They are more important to you than God is an idol. So, Childhood state, God wants to deal with idols. In your life. He's raising you to be somebody that you are going to be mature. So you will have to deal with all idols. If you are here and still, you like it more than God. You haven't even come to this stage. You haven't. Idols. So that was what there is, is a characteristic. So sin consciousness and idols. Some people that's how they are in the church. Idols. When you're talking about sin. Stop fornicating. You won't stop. Feeling guilty. Because there's no made up his mind to be a disciple. Look, if you want to be. If you want to be a disciple, I haven't, I'm not going to talk about that. Today. Maybe maybe next week, but there is a cost. There is a cost. Don't think that it is just you know, easy for you to be a disciple. It comes at a great cost. And many people are not willing to pay the price. Many people are not, that is why you, many are called. But only few are chosen. So only few are willing to pay the price. To be disciples. To be a disciple in a church. To be a disciple following Paul said, imitate me as I imitate God. I said, I'm praying and preaching and trying to present you. So there is nothing wrong. There is nothing unbiblical about following a man of God. There's nothing on it is a biblical thing. Unless you are too proud. Where you think you can teach yourself. So Why you a baby, a baby that doesn't know anything. And following comes at a price. You have to pay the price. You have to what? Pay the price. Many are not willing to pay their price. Many are not on Sunday. No, yes, they only come to church oh, on Sundays. What a, what, 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 oh. what a, uh, you know, a lower life you are leading. It's low. That kind of Sunday. Pen Sabra, you only come to church on Sundays. You are not committed. You are not following. You are not doing anything. It's not good. It's not, Jesus said we should make you a disciple. Jesus if you are not a disciple, you are in a very dangerous place. But many don't want to what? Pay the price. Many don't want to pay the price to be disciples. Because to be a disciple, so it, will, it will cost you something. It will cost you your time. It will cost you money. It will cost you, it will cost you, you know, you, you know, you can be a PhD holder, you can be whatever, but when you become a disciple, all those things, all the, read all those things out of you. So, we share Chinese films. You watch Chinese movies. Ah, oh, send your Chinese films. You see all the Chinese movies. You see that they say somebody, 
most often these are some of their storylines. You kill my father twenty years Papa, ago, and then he's coming to revenge. So before he can revenge, he has to go and stay with the master. And then you learn the arts of the master. So the master and you see that it costs them. It costs them. You have to stay with the master for a long time. And the master will be training them, training them, training them, training them. Then, when they are graduated, then they can go and fight the one that killed their father. You go to him and even, even during the training, even during the training, you know, the, 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 the image of the guy who killed their father will be coming to their head. And you'll be reminded, ah, I have to finish my training. When he feels like giving up, he says, no, I have to finish my training. Yeah. Because no, that is what, when we say discipleship, so that is what we mean. Staying under somebody and being taught. You drop all, you know, by the time the person, the person you have finished training, you become like the person. Or even better. So if you say you are a disciple of the church, what you see me doing as a pastor Jesus Christ, you should be able to do it. How many people can do it? Because many are not willing to pay their price. Yeah, and it is sad because when Jesus comes, he's not going to look at your church membership. He's going to look at you. Were you a disciple? Did you pay the price? Many of us have got idols. We have made our marriages idols. You know, even there are some that feel that they, you know, they are they are having better than they can't. I can't sacri- They say that they think that doing God's work is believed. What foolishness! It's, it's great foolishness. But before you come into real knowledge, it might be too late. God is calling you to be a disciple. Not just a church member. Somebody that is really committed. Willing to pay the price. So he says, um, he says what? There is a price. It must cost you something. It must cost you something. Are you willing to leave the idols? Are you willing to leave those things that are vying for position? If you are not, these are, I'm just showing the stage. So you have the the, the, the baby stage where you need to be grounded, the childhood stage when you be you need to be settled, and you know you still have to be growing, and in in, in the things of God, be not moved away, you know. You are not you are going to, you are not going to be moved away, and then we have a stage when you have to be rooted, growing in knowledge. So we think, Tim, now we need. First John 2 13. First John 2 13. Now he says what? I write to you what? Fathers. I write to you, fathers. No. Because you have known him who is from the beginning. Uh-huh. I so write to you. Young men. So these right are all different, different groups. In the church. Different levels of maturity in the church. Fathers, he said, because you have known him. So, this is the stage you must and desire. You know God. You, through following and 
you being a disciple and being made into a disciple of Jesus Christ, you come to know God. You, you know him. You start exercising godliness. Yeah. So fathers, these are, that means you are mature. Now. But before you become a father, there's a state of young men. And is, you know, at that stage, that is the stage where you, know, you, start, you, you start exercising dominion over the devil. You, see that that's, you, know, you have grown into, you, know, you, have, you are not a baby anymore. You now can use God's word to exercise dominion over the devil. You are not afraid of the devil anymore. Yeah. So it is all part of the stage until you get to a, a maturity so stage. Now, all these are stages. Now, ultimately, we, we, we want you to be somebody that can also win souls and grow somebody. So we will be a win souls and grow somebody. No, be win souls and grow somebody. And if you allow yourself in salvation, you will not just be winning souls and growing one or two or three people. You can actually, you know, be disciple to the point where you can actually, if you want, God can push you into an office where you can be a pastor or something like yeah, it, is, it is very possible. Amen? Amen. But are you willing to pay the price? Whoever come after me, let him what? Deny himself. And take up his cross. And what? Follow me. Follow me. So God wants you to be grounded. Now, I want to, before I round up, do you think that you are a church member or you are a disciple? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Are you a disciple or a church member? Eh? Why do you say you are a disciple? What makes you a disciple? Because you come to church on Sunday. What makes you a disciple? Praise him. Jesus is alive. I'm a disciple because I'm working in the church. Winning souls. You are working in the church. Yes. Okay. Mm. But I don't believe that that alone makes you a disciple. Why do you think you are a disciple? Praise him. Please, I think I am a disciple because I am undergoing I, I am undergoing a training. Yes. So when Cheche has introduced, so you see any? It is the following. So we did the training. Cheche, no. You are going through. Now, family. That determines whether you are a disciple. And Cheche, so you see any? Yeah. It's the training you are allowing yourself to be trained. Cheche, now, woman, who can now? Now, imagine, sir. Imagine you going to school. You just meet your lecturer once or twice in a month. That's almost every day. Maybe he's been taught. You and that person. Who excel? Eh? Almost the HN You will take up that decision and sacrifice it. I will sacrifice, always teach me. So, in the church, how are you being disciple to be like Jesus Christ? How are you being disciple? And you know, always, and yes, Sunday, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So just come to church on Sunday. Little, like, 
going for your house fellowship. house fellowship. Why do we have the house fellowship? It is so that you will also be discipled there. Why are you part of the men's fellowship? Why are you part of the women's fellowship? When you meet there, that is why in salvation, our men's fellowship, we want it to be Christ-centered. Men's fellowship, not just yeba, yebenwe, yebenisi. We have a time when they do those things. But we can't put away the discipleship. They have time for the Benwejani, for their own personal gain. But yes. we have to get time for discipling. And, and the thing is that when we teach you, many of you, you come and hear, it's like we lectures, but so you don't, you don't take lectures. it. You don't work with it, what you've heard. What kind of student are you? What kind of lecturer are you? What kind of student are you? But you don't teach you. you. Take up your as a daily thing. If you desire. Opa. And next week I'm going to talk about the denying. Opa. Because look. Jesus comes now. Be surprised that people will go in shock. It is discipleship when you have come to the place where you know Jesus yourself. And you are producing, you know, Jesus said, go and make disciples. Every genuine disciple, one of the marks of that, you, are, you have become a student that have really learned and become a proper disciple. You are able to also disciple others. If you can't do that, you are still a baby. And we welcome you as a church member. We, we, we are happy for you to be a church member, but it's a very shaky ground. So this man, thinking about how can I be a disciple? How can I be somebody? We said a disciple is somebody that is what? Studying and what? Learning. And Jesus said, you must deny yourself to be able to follow So, me. so it's important. So it's, it's very important. Mm-hmm. I will be very sad that Jesus will ask me, how many disciples did you make? So I have, I had so and so number of church members. The question will ask me is, how many disciples did you make? How many disciples did you make? Not how many church members. How many what? Disciples. Because the disciples who know him. They what? Know him. There are only two people that I know are disciples of Jesus Christ. It's a sad and God wants it to change. Everybody must try to become a disciple. Find, find yourself. Bring yourself. That's why the church has got certain things. Going on. It's for your disciples to help. Tuesday teaching is one of the ways. But most of them don't want to come. Most of them don't want to listen. It's, it's not going to help you. Take up your cross. Be a disciple. And after some time, we want to see the fruit of your discipling. <coughs> you also discipling what? If you're able to do that, I'm going to teach you next week. God if you have genuine disciples, 
you, they will do things like evangelism. The place will be full without much. Have you ever thought about when you say yes, one TV station, she says yeah. you don't go on any TV station to go and do broadcast there. You didn't do any banner. Do you know? Yeah. But he had disciples. You know what you're for? They were not. And they were doing a lot of work. So the work of God needs you. Decide to grow. Decide to what? Grow. Decide to become mature. Decide to become discipleship is to make you get to know Jesus. Get to be like Jesus. So next week I'll talk about the transformation process. And I'll talk about denying the cross. And denying yourself. And then you are going to go and practice it. You are going to go and what? Practice it. Afidase said we must see disciples, not just church members. Yeah, by this time we have to see a wow, disciples. Sometimes I and one wants say political parties have got disciples more is than church members. Yes. That's why when it's voting time. People don't come to church. When I ask. Are we disciples of a party? Are we so monocobi? As you are for the party, need the bus. I bet you, the party has bought the pass. They, they, they won't even listen. They've gone to villages. One week, one week, one week they are there. Me catch you, Muslim, we are disciples of of the church of me. I saw any disciples. Me catch yourself, Rani, and Kokotina, maybe one week. I will make excuses. Someone for a week. So, so I was I was very surprised. I said these people they are you no know, disciples of N whatever, N or There's a bus there, they've gone. So, we want you to be disciples. Amen? Amen. To be what? Disciple. This is what Jesus has asked me. me to Making disciples me of all men. Be on your feet. Feet. So you know, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Help us to understand that you want us to be disciples, mm-hmm. not just members. Mm-hmm. Disciples, you never lost any of your disciples apart from Judas, mm-hmm. whom had it had been ordained that he will be lost. Yes. These are the ones you have given unto me. Amen. Transform them, O oh God, Amen. to become disciples. Amen. People who love you. Amen. People who know you. Amen. People who will work for you. Amen. People who will be ready for your second coming. Yes, Amen. I give you praise. Yes. That today you are breaking that mindset. Amen. And giving them a new mindset. Discipleship. Amen. And evangelism. Amen. We thank you for answer prayer. Amen. In Jesus' name. Yes, Amen. 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 All right. Hallelujah. Evangelist Elijah Ben has just placed in your hands the keys to all-round victory, success, exploit, and unquestionable dominion over all life challenges. The end has come to all your struggles in Jesus' name. Share your testimonies or follow us on our social media platforms on Facebook at Salvation Clinic International Ministries, 
or on our website salvation clinic international ministries.org located at Boshe, a two-minute drive away from the chief's palace or behind the deep filling station for further information contact 0571 488 0571 488 Keep listening to the days of Elijah and you are next in line for a miracle.